Hi, and welcome to the Mama Knows Beauty Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dina Yusin. Let's talk raising babies and a beauty business. This is a show where we can learn and grow together. You and I know it takes a village to raise a baby and often a tribe to raise a business. Do you find yourself wondering how does she do it? Toddlers to teens, taxes to taglines. Well, you're about to find out. Let's learn how she makes her life and business glow and grow mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. From brows, babies, and bronzing, or lashes, long nights, and lovely skin. We discuss it all. Raising babies and a beauty business. What it takes to succeed. Hello and welcome back, friends. I am glad you are here today. If you're new, let me say hi and welcome. I'm glad you're here. If you're one of my regular listeners, thank you for tuning in today. I know you're not going to be disappointed. So if you have a moment, would you do me a favor and hop over to Apple Podcasts, rate and review the show so any new mamas or mamas-to-be or women working in the beauty industry will know what this show is about and how wonderful some of these guests have been. And today's guest is nothing short of amazing as well. My guest is Heather, and she is joining us today to share her story of getting started in the beauty industry. It's a great story about working for a woman, growing with her, buying the business, and then growing the business, all while being a mother of four beautiful children. So grab a cup of coffee or another glass of water, eyes on the road, Turn up the volume because we are diving in now. Welcome to the show, Heather. I am so glad you're here today. I'm actually really excited for you to share your story because you have a unique one. So if you take a quick minute and just tell everybody a little more about you. Uh, Well, my name is Heather Souther. I own Safely Sunning Professional Airbrush Tanning in Topeka, Kansas. It's in the northwest or northeast corner of the state. And um, I have owned Safely Sunning for about, uh, it's a little over two years, two and a half years. Um, I bought the business that employed me. So that was exciting and quite the endeavor um, and a little nerve wracking. But, um, you know, I've been a cosmetologist since uh, 2004. and have been dabbling in spray tanning ever since then, um, but got really serious about it about five years ago. So it's sort of snowballed into this thing now. (laughs) And different location. And it's just, it's an exciting time. Absolutely. The evolution of your growth in, in the beauty industry, let's just say that. Yeah, you are a big sunless veteran then, even if you started out in cosmetology, I don't know what realm that was, but like you said, you've dabbled in spray tanning. That's a long time, sister. That's a long time. So you've seen. Yeah. So I got my cosmetology license um, in St. Louis and then again, uh, several years later in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, And so I'm a full cosmetologist. I can do all the things. I just choose to focus on the spray tanning. A uh, quick question that just came in my head. Do you do other services in your salon or are you a spray tan only salon? Um, so we do teeth whitening as well. Um, but in the salon that I'm in, 
Um, so I rent space in the lower level of a salon. Um, so I have like my own little studio there and it's like super cute and whatever, but, um, and kind of off away from everything else. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a full service salon, everything but massages there. So very cool. Very cool. Sounds like a very neat place. I would love to see that two level. Sounds pretty cool. So I'm guessing 2004, were you a mom then yet or not? So I was expecting my first one. Um, so I graduated cosmetology school in June of 2004 and Brendan was born in October. Wow. So another, I love hearing these things. I had another guest who was actually pregnant going through school. And then, so your journey has always included a child. I love it. I love it. Pretty much. Yep. Um, I remember working in my first salon um, when I was very out to here expecting and, um, you know, just tired and trying to learn and trying to capture as many clients as I could because I knew that I would be out uh, for quite some time. So yeah, just trying to hit the ground running and hustle as much as I can. Yeah. Let me ask you a question because I myself did not do it this way. The way you just described being pregnant and then going, I started and then my kids were older. What did that look like for you for um, maternity leave? Can I ask you that? Like what, <laughs> what time? I mean, how do you, like you just said, you hit the ground trying to establish clients, grow, grow, grow as your belly's grow, grow, growing, and then you have a baby. So tell me a little bit about that. I, uh, I worked as much as I could seven days a week for as long as I could. Um, and then I think I took off, I was induced. So I worked up until Friday on Monday, I was induced. I took about two and a half or three weeks off and then I went back to work. Wow. Incredible. Go mom. We're pretty amazing, aren't we? Uh, I don't know if it was um, the amazing part or just like (laughs) in desperate need of money at the time and like stupid. I was like, oh, my body will heal. It's fine. Mm -hmm. The baby will be fine. Whatever you must have had, you know, having help or whatever. Let me also ask, I already know the answer, but I don't think you told everybody how many children do you have? I have four. Four. So right now, Brendan is 16. Camden is eight. Harper is seven. And Aniston is five. Wow. So you did this four times. Like, so you got to grow your business or the different businesses or wherever it was you work and then go through it. I love it. I absolutely love it. My hat goes mm-hmm. off to you because it's not an easy job. And for those people listening who are in your shoes or have, you know, somewhat done something the same, they, we totally know that's the whole reason for this podcast, for you to be able to share that it's doable and that we are amazing, crazy. Uh, I mean, I'm not even sure there are quite a few adjectives that just described us moms working in the beauty industry yeah, and the things that we do. It's so crazy because when I was um, expecting with Camden, um, I was working. And like I said, I dabbled in spray tanning for a really long time and then finally got serious. But um, so at the time that Camden was born, I was working in um, this really cool uh, barbershop in Lawrence, Kansas, the home of the Jayhawks at KU. Um, and so we, we just had like dudes coming in the barbershop all the time. Um, so I went and I had a baby, I was out for a couple weeks and then, uh, I went back and I was like pumping in the bathroom of the barbershop. And it was like, uh, it's just the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to 
explode if I don't handle this. And so <laughs> I handled it, came back to my chair and was like working and like, it was a whole thing, you know? Wow. Yes, it is the whole thing. You were right. I mean, I can envision it perfectly. I'm sure there's other moms that can envision it or have been in your shoes. I think, I think it's just incredible. That's just getting it done. All of it. Getting it done. I mean, <laughs> I remember having been in a barbershop and having an app on my phone and I was timing contractions. Um, I had Braxton Hicks for a couple of weeks. So I was timing contractions and it was horrible to be sitting or standing behind the chair, like doing hair and, and like things are happening, things are evolving here. And you're like, okay, maybe I ought to like sit this one out until I have this child and then I'll see you when I see you. So, I mean, it, it, it was a whole thing. Yes. I can only, I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, you made it. And so now you're on your own, you got your own thing going right now. What would you say that is one thing? Well, I mean, I guess if you have more than one, but what's something that really has helped you run your business or grow your now salon being a mom? Oh gosh. Um, their dad, (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, I have tons of help, uh, with him. He's a fantastic parent. Um, and so he's with them when I'm not. And, um, so I worked seven days a week for like 15 years, uh, give or take. And, um, it was, it was time after I, uh, bought the business from Courtney and moved to a different location down the street. I said, you know what? I'm not working any more weekends. Like that's family time. That's our time. That's why I hired two other girls, like right from the get. Um, so they can handle all of that. I, I need a minute. So I was working 9am to 9pm Monday through Friday after the weekend. And I did that for about two years. And just recently Gosh, I think it started like October of just last year of 2020. I only work two late nights now. So Wednesday and Thursday, Thursday, of course, spray tanning, the busiest day. Um, So Wednesday and Thursday, I will work until people stop booking appointments. Usually it's nine or 10 o'clock. Sometimes it's into the next morning. Wow. Yeah. So um, their dad's a huge help with. um, So usually I have the morning time. He has the after school time. And so I get everybody up and dressed and, you know, breakfast and the whole thing, take them to school. And then I go to work (laughs) and half the time he will go and get them and do like the whole, you know, nighttime homework and uh, dinner and nighttime routine and the whole thing. So it's all him. Yeah. Incredible. He's what's made it possible for sure. Sure. Yeah. Thank God for help. Right. Thank God. I'm sure there's somebody listening who possibly doesn't have the help, but no, it can be done, but it definitely Mm -hmm. is done smoother and easier with Mm -hmm. the help. Right. For sure. That's right. So do you think that your mom style being a mom of four, as I am too, um, do you think your mom style and your business style are the same or similar? Um, I like to think so. I mean, I always try to like teach my employees and my children kind of the same way because I don't really know another way. Um, But, you know, I, I also work really hard and I want 
them all on both sides to work really hard too. obviously in, in different facets, but like with my kids, their job right now is to, you know, be good humans and be respectful and make good grades and, you know, try really hard to try their best. So that's all I can really ask for. And with my employees, you know, give a really good spray tan, keep everything clean, be respectful of, you know, other people's bodies and their space and the whole thing. And like, I don't know, I guess, so I guess, I guess, yes, it is kind of the same. Yeah. I asked that question too, for, to make people think, I mean, cause it does give you something. We are moms, we just do it. And then the same thing, you go into running a business and sometimes you just swoop right in and do it. I mean, you were the employee, so you had that, that knowledge and then you knew how you wanted to grow, change, evolve since you took that over. What was that like? Um, yeah. So tell me a little more about that transition that you took on yourself going from employee to salon owner. Sure. So, um, the salon that we were at was fantastic and still is, it's actually just right down the street on the same street as where we are now. Um, but the owner of the salon passed away tragically, um, very suddenly. And, um, there was a lot of things kind of up in the air at the time. And so, um, one of those things was, um, Courtney had had uh, this business on the table a couple of times and said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking maybe about selling the business. Are you interested in buying it? You would have first dibs and yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then there were a couple of times that she decided to go ahead and keep it at the end of the day. And um, it was good timing for the both of us for her to keep it. Um, But this, the last time um, all the cards just, fell into the right place and the stars aligned. And, (laughs) and so, um, yeah, we made it happen. And so I, I had kind of throughout the years and months just working for her, like being really intentional and, um, learning everything I could from her, especially like who she is, the way that she is, she's very like poised and respectful. And, um, she just has this, like, presence about her that I always really enjoyed. Um, so I always tried to learn everything that I could about her and just how she interacted with, with other people. So I tried really hard to, um, just absorb all of that and carry that into the next phase. And here we are. Yeah. And then you put your own touch on it. So you get to learn from somebody. I think that's beautiful because as an employee, I have employees too, and we, want them to be the best at what they do. We'll just say that. That is obviously the, you you understand what I'm saying. We want them to be the best at what they do, but what an honor for you to say that about her and then to continue to make it your own, which obviously that's the end goal and continue to persevere. So I I mean, I give you lots of credit. I had one other guest. I think Nina was the first guest on the show and I had a good relationship, working relationship with her. And she kind of did the same thing. She worked for a woman. Uh, The lady decided to have babies and sell the business and she bought it and took it over. And same thing. I just think it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. It needs to be shared because there are many of us moms who work for other women who may or may not be mothers, may become moms or what have you. And that this is a thing and it's a beautiful thing for both of you on both sides. So Mm -hmm. I think it's fantastic. Thank you for sharing that story. Of course. I think a lot of it has to do with, 
you know, being uh, confident enough to rise to the occasion in the first place and, and having those uh, people support you, those key people support you um, throughout the way, but also doing personal development too. So, you know, you have the support and the cheerleading team, and then you have, you know, your personal development that you do on your own. And then it just sort of marries and that's just how you rise. Yes, that, that's exactly right. That is how you rise. I love that because that is the truth. Let's talk on something else though. So being a mom working in the beauty industry with four beautiful children, and you've taken on the new role, stepping from employee to owner, how do you balance or manage your energy? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'll be straight up with you. I don't have very much energy left when I come home uh, because I'm, I'm at work a lot and I just, I, I pour everything that I have into work. And so, you know, you, you give, 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 and you pour into, and you're just like, at the end of the day, you're just sort of talked out. Um, so there's a lot of times I'll come home and, you know, they'll climb on top of me on the couch and we'll just sort of like be together. Um, but other times when I come home, everybody's in bed and the house is dark and I just sort of fall into bed and that's the end. <laughs> that's the end. Mm-hmm. I, that's the, that's one thing of um, working the nighttime and having babies, either they're awake and you just get to love them and just sit in the moment, kind of like what you just said, or you do, you just fall into bed because I didn't know if maybe you had like an unwind time or something, if there was something, some way that you choose to balance, because there's a huge energy exchange in what we do. Any, um, I mean, from hair to massage, to nails, to spray tanning, waxing, all the things. That's why we're here. But I just wondered if you had a way of balancing other than being drained, what fills your cup? I mean, occasionally I'll go to like a hot yoga class or, um, I'll read or I'll, I say, I'll read on audible. I listen to, um, these personal development books or, you know, um, I'll listen to a podcast or I'll, it kind of depends on the day, honestly. Um, when I am so busy though, uh, during the day, the time between, me finishing cleaning the studio because you're spraying brown liquid into the air all day. So of course you got to clean it all up every day. The time that I'm finished cleaning and the time that I get home, um, where I leave the salon, I return, uh, well, I don't return phone calls. I return emails, text messages, DMS, anything, any correspondence that has happened during the day and I haven't seen it or gotten to it. Those are the things that I do to kind of wind down because by the end of the day, nine times out of 10, the salons, nobody, nobody's upstairs. The salon's quiet. I'm the, I'm the last one in the whole building. And it's just, it's very like peaceful and serene and quiet because by the time the last client leaves the door, I go and I turn all the music off and like, it's just chill mode. So that just leaves me to, to my thoughts and be able to reflect a lot on, you know, what has happened during that day and, and all of that stuff. And honestly, that's when, um, a lot of my, uh, social media ideas start buzzing because I'll remember three or four hours prior, you know, um, a client who's 
eight years old is getting ready to go uh, dance on stage for a dance competition. And her mom was in there and she said this and this, and it made me feel this way. And then the daughter reacted this way. So I can kind of reflect back on that whole thing, put it together and do some sort of a social media post. So love it. I love it. Take the quietness to make our, you know, sometimes in the quiet is when we find peace, but we also find not energy, that's not the proper word, but we find it within ourselves. Like you just Mm -hmm. said, um, inspiration within ourselves. Mm -hmm. I know um, cleaning, it definitely is a tedious chore, but it has to be done as a mom, as a business owner. But I know um, I have the girls sweep and gosh knows we have a vacuum. They hate it, but whatever, Mm -hmm. it has to be done. I used to love it because sweeping is almost therapeutic. You're in your head, you're focused on what you're doing, kind of OCD on how it has to be swept. And you know what I'm saying? So kind of the same thing for you, wiping down all those things come back to you. So, and I'm sure there are plenty of people shaking their head as well, resonating with what we're saying, because it's what it is, right? It is. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's so weird because, you know, when I'm, when I'm literally wiping away spray tan over spray, it's like, okay, all of the, you know, start from scratch and cleanse everything and make everything new for the next day. And, you know, in my room, it's like a very, like, to me, a very like sacred place to be. So when I'm wiping down those things, I'm also wiping down secrets and memories and yeah. things that have been said. And like, mm-hmm. it's all because I'm a vault, right? I have to be. Yeah. So I have to wipe all of that stuff away for the next day. So we catch all the same secrets and all the stories and all the, you know, emotions and everything that happens in that, in that space. Love that because that is so true. I've obvious, I mean, I, I've honestly never thought of it that way, but as you are speaking it, I'm so understanding and I'm going to see myself in that realm the next time because we are the keepers. We are a vault. That's a great word. We are a lot of things. We wear a lot of hats, but it, I mean, gosh, just that, that was pivotal for me because you saying that you're cleaning, you're wiping away, you're getting rid of, you're reflecting, but you're leaving it in there and letting it disperse. Ah, genius. I'm sure there's somebody who's <laughs> what I just thought because it's true. You know, I never, we, again, cleaning must be done, but just what you said, and I'm sure we yeah. all go through that. Any, any woman who works or any mom who works in the beauty industry, that's, uh, that was good, Heather. That was so good. Thanks. I mean, okay. So topically speaking, of course, we don't want to, um, work in a dirty, um, space and we don't want our clients. And as a client, you don't want to go and take your clothes off in a dirty space. Right. So topically it needs to be done, but like over time, it gives me a chance to reflect and make new again. And that's important to me because I don't want to leave like a bad energy, a heavy energy there. So you just wipe it all away. Yeah. It's <laughs> so true. You clean it, you mop it, you do whatever, because just like what you said, yes, anybody, um, any, all of us who work in the beauty industry are obviously, especially right now, cleaning after each client. But at the end of the day, you are doing like that heavy cleaning. Like, like you said, literally I move things. I take, we take everything out of the room. We mop the floor down, wipe all the mirror. I mean, everything to the T. So that 
spoke volumes to me because now I'm going to share that with my girls. I'll be able to share before this episode even airs. So they'll get a little nugget. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Well, and it it just makes you like want to do it. It's no longer a chore at that point. Like if you're so like invested in it, it's no longer a chore, something to just check off the list. It's very like deep and like an intimate feeling. So healing it's healing because we hold on to a lot. I mean, sometimes Really, that goes back to the energy. We hold on to some of it and some of it we're able to listen and let go, leave in the room, escort out the door, whichever way you want to look at it. And then sometimes it does weigh, you know, it does weigh. Oh, yeah. So what's one piece of advice that you wish you would have known before taking on this? We'll just call it your, you know, taking on the new piece of owning the salon um, as a mom. Is there anything you wish you would have known? Oh gosh, you, you tacked on as a mom. What I was thinking of was find a really good, like accountant or tax person that do that. Cause I'm yeah. not a numbers person. I mean, I love to look at my numbers, but on the, that side, I'm like, not that person, but, um, as a mom, I'd say just time management. Like I'm still a work in progress and I'm still working on time management and like time blocks really work for me if I do it. Um, so I would say just time management. It's so hard, but you get more done if you do that. For sure. You do. You definitely do. But that's also as a mom. So like we went, you know, going back to reflect on that question, I asked you is your mom style and your business style similar. It really, we all have to be, I mean, there, I had one guest say no, but again, to each their own. It's sure. interesting if we can stop and look at ourselves because as a mom of multiple children, it's probably vastly different than a mom of one. So mm-hmm. with that being said, the same thing, you're managing your home life, your children, and then you're managing your business. So you have to do it similarly. And again, like you said, time management as a mom, that's a learn lesson because sure. we're not always, we're always give, give, give to our kids, give, give, give to these clients. So taking that time to get the things done that we need to business life, personal self-care, whatever you want to look at mm-hmm. back down to that time management. That, that's, that's huge. That's a definitely a huge lesson and a hard lesson. It's hard as a woman, not having children, but as a mom and you have little humans that are dependent and clients and staff. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I think that's why um, the tiny dancers are my favorite right now. I kind of ebb and flow with like, I love my, you know, twenties, thirties, forties people. And then I love my retirees. And then I love my prom people. And right now I think it just like ebbs and flows with the season. You see like more and more of those people. Um, and so right now it's like dance competition season and thank God, cause I haven't seen my girls in like almost a year, yeah. uh, cause of COVID. But, um, you know, right now I'm just really vibing with the, um, tiny dancers and I'm able to like pour into them, um, just like I do with my own kids. And fortunately, unfortunately, sometimes I have to trade my time with my own children to spend time with these children because that's my job. Um, but I try to make the the most of it. Um, I always, always, always ask my tiny dancers because they're, they're little, they're little. Mm -hmm. I always ask them the peak in the pit of the day, always. And sometimes moms are sitting in there and they're just like on their, you can tell they're on their phones, but they're listening. Like they'll, they'll pretend to like be doing something. And so they're hearing what they're saying. And sometimes the peak in the pit of their day is not something that mom and dad have heard yet because they were a different, Oh, how was your day? Oh, fine. 
Who'd you play with at recess? Oh, so-and-so. But the peak in the pit, like, that's one thing. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. This is one thing I learned from the Kardashians. Um, right? Go. Yeah. How embarrassing. <laughs> no. But it is what it is. Like, yeah. they get together, they sit around, break bread, and they talk about the peak in the pit of their day. You get one. One peak, one pit. I want the, the highest high and the lowest low. And then we'll just kind of fill in after that. But... I mean, my, I do that with my own kids too. And I, you know, you're able to pull like different things from them. If you ask very different questions, yes, yes yeah. sure. We do that at the dinner table or we did now. We don't always have everybody, but even for big events or, you know, family gatherings, which here we are, um, do try to strategize those questions you learn and then you can evolve from that. You can learn so much. I like oh, I know. No, no shame in the game. You got to learn. And that just made you a better mama, just learning, even if it came from there. So not even, no worries at all, right? Like you got to do what, what you got to do. I'm not mad at them. They hustle. They're hustlers. Yeah, there you go. I love it. I love it. And then you get to, and that's a beauty of being, I feel that's the beauty of being a mom in the beauty industry is that we get that realm, like you said, of client, but we get to pour into them and then we're learning from them. So you interacting with those children spawns new things on how to interact with your children vice versa makes it easier for us and so the same thing comes for the 20 30 40 50 70 year old women who come in we just obviously resonate or are able to work with them on a different level for sure and it's kind it's so interesting right now because my son is 16 years old and he has become a vault um he's like i don't want to talk about anything i don't want to do anything i don't you know i'm fine whatever uh but then i see these girls, same age. And I'm like, tell me about this. Tell me about that. And it'll be anything from like current events to whatever music they listen to, to social media, to whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I kind of leverage. Yes. Yes. But you know what, what I need to know with what I have and it works out. It does. It does. I love it. That is, that is great. Do you at this point get any of your son's friends? Like, do you have girls from his school that come in and go, Oh, I have class with your son. Have you had that yet? No, because my son goes to um, a private school and he is in a graduating class of like seven. Um, so I don't get any of those girls. Cause there's like four. four. <laughs> um, right. Um, and they're, they're uh, a little on the strict side at the school and, and whatnot, but um, the, where we live and the district that we live in, yeah. I get those girls all the time, people that he should know and doesn't. In the elementary school where my other kids go, yeah. all of their, not all, a lot of their moms come in, yeah. which is really exciting because then we get to put two and two together and, oh, what class is your kid in? Oh, what classes, you know, and all this stuff. And like, what's the dynamic? Because we just moved to a different, we still are in the same place, but we moved to a different district yeah. um, because of COVID and everything that happened with that. Our kids go to school every single day now, instead of doing like this hybrid or whatever they're doing. And right. Right. Yes. Um, so my kids go to school every single day. So we're still learning about like uh, the dynamic and who's who. And it's just very interesting. So um, it's very cool. My daughter, who's seven, Harper, she has a shirt that says, my mom tans your mom. I love it. <laughs> my mom spray tans your mom. So it's it's so cool when she wears that to school. And she's like my biggest um, advertiser, I think, because my kids, of course, have my um, my branded apparel 
and they wear it to school all the time and I just love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and they choose it most of the time. Um, <laughs> but she goes, you know, Oh, have you, instead of just safely sunning, she goes, Oh, have you been to safely <laughs> That's the website. And so I feel like, and she's so outgoing. So I feel like the more, more she says it, like, I'm going to have to give this kid like free spray tans her whole life. Her whole life. Right. For sure. She, here's cards, honey. Here's cards. That's what she'll be the one in high school soliciting all the other girls, her friends and then non-friends or, you know, other women that are other girls in school. I love it. She have yes. your personality. Does she have, is she like your little mini? Pretty much. She's the only one that I have that looks anything like me. And so, um, she also, you know, is outgoing and talks with her hands and acts like me. And, you know, she doesn't really have too many like social fears, which is good. Yeah. I mean, I have one like that too. What a four goodness. Is is she your second one? She's your third one. She's third. Yeah. 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 Birth order is a thing. Birth order is a thing. I know it. I know it. My, um, my oldest son is a a lot like me. Uh, our personalities are very similar. He doesn't look anything like me. Um, but he's, very outgoing and like very much on social media. He wants to make a living on the internet and this wow. sort of thing. So, um, I mean, I have that, but I also have like the brick and mortar side. So if he could maybe just like hone it in a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. bring it here, bring it in, bring it in. Right. For make sure. it a little more productive. I think that's what we're working on. And that will come with age that will yeah. come with age and time. And, you know, again, boys obviously do things vastly different than, we women do. So you're learning from him and, and you're probably learning some great things because that male side, that male brain thinks very different. Well, the 16 year old brain thinks very different. Right. Well, not only that, but like he's smarter on computers and apps and all that stuff. Like I, I don't know what happened, but like I turned into the old lady at some point. So like there's things that I don't even know how to do. And I'm like, Hey, can you do this? And it's like, five minutes and it's done. And it would have taken me two hours to try to figure it out. So Mm -hmm. I don't know where, I don't know how, but it's, he's a good asset when I ask him and he agrees. That's the key, right? I love that. And because you can ask and not get that back, but the same thing, it's something you have to find, like you said, his little niche per se, which happens to be computers or electronic technology. And they, I I don't get it, but I know. And how did it change? Right. Because I felt like I was the same way. I have to call the girls or, you know, give them a phone or the laptop or what, Oh, oh, it's easy mom here. You just do this and this. We might've done it seven times. We didn't do it quite that way. And they got it. Yes, absolutely. Well, it has been wonderful chatting with you. Um, I have a few fun questions. I'd love for you to answer just kind of on a light note. So are you a coffee or tea drinker? Neither. Um, Nope. I get made fun of every single day for drinking hot chocolate, but I have hot chocolate almost every morning because it's something warm and I really like it. If I'm Mm -hmm. not drinking hot chocolate, I'm drinking water. Wow. I love it. Good, good. That's something interesting. So. There really is water in here. I promise. Uh, I, yeah, for sure. No, can't live without water. Um, and also, do you have a favorite mom or business quote or mantra that you feel like you say uh, resonates in your head? Or actually, that would be the wrong way to say it. But yeah, um, in your head per se. Yeah, my uh, business coach several years ago said, "Who loses if you don't win." I love it. Yep. So, I mean, my family 
of like my extended family, my immediate family, people who I, friends that I consider family, they all lose if I don't win. So I have to hustle and grind and make it all happen um, so that we don't all lose. Yeah, for sure. And that's a lot of weight on your shoulders though, too, but that's something good to keep, it keep pushing you forward. I just heard it. Absolutely. For sure it does. I just heard a quote this weekend that um, I think you'll understand or resonate with. It was, if not you, then who? Right. That is a good one. Right. I was like, wow. Yeah. It's like, why not? Yes, exactly. I have nothing Mm -hmm. to lose. So on that note, will you go ahead and share with everybody where they could connect with you? Sure. Um, so our website, of course, again, is safelysunning.com. <laughs> yes, <I love> <laughs> um, and then on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok, it is at Safely Sunning. And then I have an additional TikTok that is at Spray Tan Gunslinger. Love it. That We never did. We didn't touch on that, ladies. But just so you know, that is Heather's nickname. Yes, I love it. Spray tan yep. gunslinger. Yeah. I think I that to me a long time ago when I'm like, oh my God, I'm trademarking that. Not even kidding. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to ask. Do you have a story behind it? Because we never touched on that throughout this whole interview. But yeah. So it, um, yeah. It was just a client uh, who said, you know, you're like the spray tan gunslinger because I have the, the gun and the blow dryer and I do both and they interact and I'm very ambidextrous, so I can do it all. Um, and my mouth shoots from the hip. Okay. <laughs> I got a mouth on me. Um, so yeah, um, I just, I kept it. And overnight, uh, my email address and all of my social handles went to spray tank gunslinger and, um, I trademarked it like, Love it. like real for real. real. So. Wow. Go you. That's awesome. So I'll tag that as well. Got a little personality with the personality. Thanks. It's just personal branding. That's all it is. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it. Well, we all need help with that. So that was, that was yeah. great for them to just walk in and say, and you captured it and held onto it and ran with it. I well, never forgot it after that day. I was yeah. like, Oh, this is happening. This is going to be a game changer for me. This is me. This is me. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Well, that's the show for today, my friends. I know you enjoyed everything Heather had to share with us today. I just love chatting with her. She is such a fun and personable woman. So be sure to head over to her social media handle and connect with her. I know she has a lot of wealth of information. Plus, she's so much fun. And I'd love to connect with you too. If you head over to Mama Knows Beauty Biz podcast on Instagram, shoot me a DM and we can chat. And if you know anybody who needs to be interviewed for this podcast, please, by all means, let me know because I would love to chat with her or you. And as always, I wish you the very best day. See you soon.